Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. We are back with our free first page reviews. Uh, some weeks ago, we asked our listeners to submit the first pages of their manuscripts and we are going to read them and i'm going to be reading from like an agent traditional publishing perspective carice is reading from like a reader writing expert perspective and we're going to talk about when we would have stopped reading like when we would have put the book down or decided that the submission isn't for us and then we will give critique on the reading um, and I just want to say in general, we got, you know, some submissions and it was very heartwarming, the little notes that we received along with the submission about people saying how much they enjoy the show. So that meant a lot and, um, is totally not going to, it's not going to our heads at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It was very nice though. So we are going to do a couple of reads, uh, today. And then we will give some critiques. So our first submission is sci-fi with romance. Part one, death in the family. Her brother is dead, Em said, her picture hazy over the view screen. Oh, Arn asked, swirling the wine around in his glass. Which one? He had three sisters and eight brothers, apparently seven now, and he cared for maybe two of them, including Em. Thomas, M said with a frown. Raider attack. Good riddance. Your familial affection is truly touching, M said, but her heart clearly wasn't in it. She tucked a loose blonde curl behind her ear, the rest of her hair still pulled back into elaborate braided style despite the late hour. I haven't spoken to Tomas in at least 10 years, Aaron said, rolling his eyes. Not since he tried to drown me that summer at Beta Prime. He was objectively horrible, and I'm sure you don't miss him either. M's lips tightened, but she didn't deny it. It's suspicious, though, don't you think? Jareth was killed just a few weeks ago, also a raider attack. Or at least that's what they told us. It can't be a coincidence, can it? Don't get paranoid, Arn said. Now that M mentioned it, he vaguely remembered her sharing the news about Jareth last month. He supposed that brought his brother count down to six. The only coincidence is that they both had gambling problems and terrible personalities. They were going to get themselves killed eventually. So I enjoyed that. I think there's a couple little nitpicky things. Uh, the hyphens in mm -hmm. the third paragraph here, like that actually needs to be a, a double hyphen. And then, yeah, that, that puts dash, it. Yeah. yeah um, that puts it into like the standard of what a agent would expect to read. But like we've said, agents understand that it's a manuscript. It's not written in stone. It's a word document, right? Right. And everything else is done pretty well. So it's clear that this author just, it, um, just needs to swap out those hyphens for M dashes. Yep. And that, then I think it'll be pretty clean actually. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I like that we have, we only have two characters, you know, for one page, that's a good number of characters to have. I like the difference in personality. I like that Aaron comes across as very cold and doesn't care. 
I think maybe M's personality could be boosted just a little bit if she's more of the empathetic one or if she shares her brother's kind of coldness. Um, so maybe if she's, you know, she didn't care much for Tomas either, but it's the two of them have been killed in the last month. Mm-hmm. It's giving her cause for concern. You know, I think you could get like a little bit punchier with the dialogue there, but I thought this was a good read. I was like on the verge of stopping near the end. I really liked it. And I think there was just some good, just good writing, solid writing. And I really liked the line, that third paragraph or that third line in, um, he had three sisters and eight brothers, apparently seven now, and he cared for maybe two of them. I just thought that was a great line. Like, yeah, that's definitely humor. a great book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had humor. It had intrigue. It had like all of like all the things you want. I think initially I was a little thrown because I didn't, because it starts with M talking. So you think you think the story is going to be told from her viewpoint, but it's not, it's Aaron. So that was a little bit confusing off the bat, trying to figure out, okay, whose head are we in? Um, and then I, by the end though, what I, what, what was starting to get to me was a lot of info dumping, a lot of info dumping on this first page where info dumped about, their family were info dumped about his relationship with his siblings were info dumped about this raider attack were info dumped about uh, gambling problems and like all of these all of the things were given all of the things and i think my problem i even though i think it's done well and cleverly i think my problem is is i don't really know how to feel about it because oren isn't giving us much to work with and neither is m in term like from the reader's perspective like why aren't we more shocked that this is that these people are dead why aren't we we more nervous why aren't we more i mean we know why we're not sad but like i'm trying to fill in the blanks and it just felt like a lot of info and not much things to grasp onto gotcha yeah that didn't bother me um i will agree with you on not being super clear which head we're in just on the first read, you know, it's clear now, like we're definitely in Aaron's head. And I think you could, you could clarify that by, you know, instead of the opening line, um, instead of the opening line being our brother is dead, M said her picture hazy over the view screen. I think you could start it with Aaron answering a video call Mm -hmm. and then jumping straight into our brother is dead. Yeah. You know, we, we could do something like that. And if you wanted to tighten it up more, like I think the line good riddance could probably rather than, um, I think if you wanted to tighten it up more, you could do something like after Arn asks, which one have M say Tomas and him say, was it his gambling or was it his gambling or was it his terrible personality? Ooh, yeah. You know, and then she can go in with, no, it was a raider attack. Yeah. You know, so I think you could, Ooh. you could probably like, and that's just one of those, you know, you get just minimizing word count and just condensing that dialogue and just putting as much personality into the dialogue as possible. Right. But on the whole mentioning things like they both had gambling problems or 
bad personalities. The way it's written doesn't bother me. So well done, writer. I think a couple things to consider, but yeah, overall, overall. this is a very strong start for mm-hmm. sure. Agreed. So our next page read is under the genre of Christian fiction. Lemuel bolted away from the glittering Miami skyline, intent on gaining an advantage over his pursuer. He dared one more glance behind him before darting around the corner of an abandoned warehouse and moving into a dark alley on the outskirts of town. Shoulders sagging, he slowed his pace. Was it safe to stop yet? He flattened himself against the side of the large concrete building. Had he been followed? A few furtive glances toward the alley entrance showed no evidence. For the time being, at least, perhaps the coast was clear. Lemuel sank to his haunches and swiped at a trickle of sweat sliding down his cheek. Too late. The salty tang of perspiration escaped him, slipping through his parted lips. Away from the frenzy of motorist and pedestrian traffic, stop. Muted sounds of the night filtered into his narrow hiding place. Somewhere in the distance, a lone car horn honked, and the banter of weekend revelers floated through the air. But for now, he was alone. The fear that caused him to flee the bustling nightlife a few miles away was very real. Too real, in his opinion. If only he'd left the crowded gaming hall just a few minutes earlier. But no. Greed churned in his gut like the roiling sea, the way it always did in that environment. And the adrenaline rush of just one more round had been too irresistible to pass up. He had been so immersed in the thrill of a possible win that the arrival of a new crowd had nearly escaped his attention. But not quite. He shuddered now at the thought, remembering the shock that rippled through him at seeing Bruno Graham's scarred face as he spoke to someone near the bar. A hulk of a man, just the same as the last time they saw each other. Only somehow, in the dim light of a smoky room, he seemed larger than ever. Dressed in his trademark leather jacket, despite the South Florida heat, he portrayed confidence and determination, the exact opposite of what Lemuel felt in the moment. I think for this submission, my main question, and before I launch into a critique i think it's like a solid i think it's like a solid piece but i think my main question is like why if we're spending so much time talking about this a scene before this scene why didn't we start the book at that scene why that's didn't also we... why that's also why i called stop so the reason why i called stop before we even got to talking about what would have been the previous scene uh-huh. was the away from the frenzy of motorist and pedestrian traffic. Yeah. That told me that our character is no longer where the action is. And that's what threw me off was we start with someone who is running away from something, but now is safe. And that's, and in my opinion, it's a stronger story idea to, like you said, we should be in, was it a gambling hall? Yeah. 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 It's stronger to start in the gambling hall, downing that last drink that our character couldn't resist and seeing this hulking man, Bruno Mm -hmm. Graham, come in and the fear that puts in them, you know, because was there, obviously the main character was spotted. So- yeah. You know, there had to be some sort of confrontation there. So that it's more interesting. Yeah. To do it that way. Um, 
Yes, because with this approach, so even if Bruno Graham is following him, and so if the author thought, oh, I'm going to drop them into the middle of a chase scene, you're still going to have to do a lot of giving us the backstory to catch us up to why is Bruno following them? Why don't they like one another? Why, right? you know, why are they, I don't know, why did he choose the outskirts of town? I mean, if he's in... Am I right that he's in Miami? He's in yes. Miami. It takes quite some effort to get outside of Miami. So like how long did he run to get? I don't know. It just it's um there's a lot of explaining that will need to happen and I I my assumption and I could be wrong on this. But based on the author how the author wrote this first page, my assumption is that even when Bruno Graham shows up, we're still going to be given a lot of backstory instead of like in the Mm -hmm. moment action and then dialogue to talk about their relationship and all of that. Right. I was also thrown off from the main characters bolting away from the skyline, which tells me like we're no longer in the city of Miami. We are far enough away that we can actually see the skyline, not just look up at buildings. Um, But we can still hear people and we can still, which is very confusing where we, where we are. Yeah. And we didn't get a lot of uh, description about the oh abandoned warehouse, I guess, is where we are. Right. Um, anyway. So I think, yeah, if you if the writer takes this back and puts the main character in the moment mm-hmm. at the gambling hall, that's going to be so much more interesting because, like I said, they'll, they'll have that final drink that they couldn't resist. And somebody can come up to them and let them know you're down five grand for the night. Yep. Oh, and I'm, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. You know, as, as new crowds are rolling in, if they're chasing that gambling high, that tells us more about the character mm-hmm. and to have somebody that probably Lemuel, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, probably owes a debt to Bruno Graham. Like we can, mm-hmm. we can make that assumption for sure. It would just be stronger and more interesting And this is kind of in the same vein, but there were a couple moments here where I felt we could have been in the character's head more. Like there was a Mm -hmm. line about pressing your shoulders into the large concrete building. Okay, so how does that feel? Like, is it the kind of concrete building that was poured? Is it cinder block? Is it rough? Are we wearing... A leather jacket so we don't feel it much are we wearing a thin t-shirt that's got holes in it so we feel it a lot like just mo- little moments like that mm-hmm. um could really really help yeah i think miami is a great setting and mm-hmm. anywhere if you're in a warehouse in miami or in the nightlife like you can really bring it to life more with the sights and sounds and the author tried to do that but again it was just a little bit confusing as to how we're in how we are, where we are, hearing what we're hearing. I don't know. Right. It just needs to be thought through a bit more, I think. Yeah. I'm going to make a leap here, but my guess is that Lemuel, because that's such an interesting kind of biblical name, who is also bolting away from a skyline rather quickly, I'm going to assume that this may not be a fully human character. Like this might be a demon or something like that that would have supernatural powers to run miles within a matter of minutes Mm. or something um and that could explain it but if so 
we definitely don't get that in like an outright way if that's if that's what's happening here thank you for joining us for this episode of the gate crashers podcast if you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done you can drop a tip in our tip jar you can send a tip via paypal simply use our link paypal.me slash gatecrashers or log into paypal and search us using our username which is at gatecrashers and be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode Thank you.